together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on the responsorial psalm that we had sung yesterday psalm uh, that is was used yesterday was jeremiah chapter 31 from verse 10 to verse 13 hear the word of the lord O you nations Declare it in the islands afar off, says he who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd guards and keeps his flock. I'd like us to begin by listening to these words as if they were personal words and personal invitation coming from God. That it is God himself who says to us, today, hear this, O you people. But above all, that he says it to us personally. He says, hear this, for I know who you are. Hear this, for I know where you are at in your own life. I know what you've been going through. I know what has been happening in your life it comes across to me to be a personal message coming from God who cares coming from God who loves us and who wants the best for us it is a God who knows the realities of our lives and who doesn't expect us to be anything else but true to ourselves and there are a few things that he wants to say. The first one for me is to acknowledge you from where you are at. To acknowledge your pain, your anguish, your frustration, your desires. To, to acknowledge your, your, your longings, whatever that has been happening in your own life, either personally or as a community or as a family. He says, I know what you've been going through. You go to the book of Exodus chapter 3 and chapter 7. He says, I've seen my people's agony. I've listened to their cries. And so it is a God who comes to us in a very personal manner and who wants to address us this morning. And he says, I want you to know that inasmuch as I scattered you, I have the ability to gather you. Go to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There is a season for everything. For scattering and for gathering. For planting as well as for harvesting. For darkness as well as for light. Whatever you are going through in your life is a season. And allow the season to be the season. And allow God to sit with you, to journey with you, and to teach you certain principles and life in your own season. My dear brothers and sisters, we are all in one mess, but we are all going through different seasons. We may be married to each other, we may be a family, but we all go through different seasons. And sometimes these seasons, we sit in them alone. 
The pain I'm feeling and the pain you're feeling, someone else is incapable of understanding because sometimes the pain can be so personal that even those who love you may know you're suffering but can never take the pain away from you. But God says, I know what has been going on in your life. But he also gives us the assurance that in as much as he has scattered Israel, he will gather Israel. In as much as he has seen you go through issues, he will bring things back into what he wants for us. Job chapter 42 verse 2, no one can change the plans that God has for you. Jeremiah also reminds us, I know the plans that I have for you. I know what I want for you. I know what I have consecrated you to become. The other thing that I also find absolutely amazing with God, he says, he who kept Israel will also shepherd you as a shepherd his flock. I love the idea of a God who is a shepherd. And in Jeremiah, this is something absolutely powerful because the idea of God as a shepherd is closely linked with a new covenant that we find in Jeremiah 31 from verse 30 to verse 33. I will put my spirit in you. I will create a new covenant with my people. There will be no need to be taught for they will know what I want. And Ezekiel takes up the whole theme when he says, I will change their hearts of stone and give them the heart of flesh. And the concept of a God who is a shepherd is a God who leads. He is a God who goes before us. He is a God who journeys with us. He is a God who knows each sheep by its name. I know mine and they know me. Have you ever thought of a God who cares for you? Personally, who knows you by name? Who wants to know what you're thinking? Who wants to know what you're going through? And who wants to bring change into your life? He is a God who loves you, but he's a God who cares so much that he's willing to trust you and is willing to entrust the future into your hands. And as he shepherds us, he leads us to something greater because he molds us, he breaks us, he stretches us, but above all, we become the fine product that only God can make. Jeremiah continues and he says, The Lord God who ransomed Jacob will also redeem you from the strong hands. Now, my dear brothers and sisters, if you go to the theme and the theological understanding of the word to ransom, it comes from the economy. It means somebody has paid the price. The concept of ransom has to do with redemption. That a price had to be paid 
in order for a person to be liberated. It's like someone who's in prison and you need to pay the bail. And God says, I will pay the price. Now look into my own life. How many times has God bailed me out? How many times has God bailed you out? Where he has shown us his mercy. Where he has shown us his love. Where you and I, dear brothers and sisters, knew that we did not deserve it. When you and I, my brothers and sisters, knew we have messed up. And God has always been faithful. Our children have messed up. But God has protected them. We've messed up in our lives. But God has protected us. He says, I will redeem you. And there are some of us who may be struggling with the concept of forgiving ourselves. With the concept of accepting ourselves. How do I learn to continue? How do I learn to pick up the broken pieces? How do I learn to trust? How do I learn to love all over again? And God reminds us today, I've paid the price so that you may live. There's one thing that I continue to believe in, and I put it today as my, as my reflection, as a faith in action. And I was reflecting about this this morning. Do not or stop worrying about the things that God has already taken care of. There are certain things in our lives that we worry about. We care about and we, we spend sleepless nights and only to realize that God has already taken care of that. My dear brothers and sisters, we live by faith, not by sight. We believe in things not yet seen by the naked eye, but we believe them because the one who made the promise is faithful. We believe that because the God of yesterday is the same as the God of today. The God of today is the same as the God of tomorrow. The God in the scriptures is the same God who heals, who forgives, and who leads us even today. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Joshua can still be your same God. And when he says, I will redeem you, we can take him at his word. The last point that I also want to talk about is when he says, they shall come out and sing aloud. They shall be radiant and they shall show the gladness of our God. Things will get better. At the moment, we may not be seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. At the moment, we may not be seeing how the, the harvest will look like. At the moment, we may be struggling with death, with loneliness, with frustration, with a loss of income. At the moment, we may be struggling with depression, at the moment, you may be looking at our families falling apart. But this too shall pass. This is not how your life 
will end. Have faith in God that the one who carried Israel will see you through this. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.